Well, they say April showers bring May flowers. That's an interesting idea, and I think we're going to look into that this week on Top 10 Thursdays. I'm your host, Sean Lemmy. John Otney. Colin Westman. Matt Carson. Guys, songs about rain are pretty cool, if you ask me. I didn't realize this until we started working on this list, but uh, there's a bunch on here. There's a lot of them. pretty excited about them. Uh, so, but before we get into the list making, let me just make it very clear: what what we're doing this week is our favorite songs with rain in the title, or oh, lyrics about rain, yeah. or just subject matter generally that's about rain. But it has to be about the rain, not you know. Or not, I'm not looking for like post rain songs. I'm not, this isn't Mr. Blue Sky. Mr. Blue Sky is not going to be showing up on this list. These are rain centric songs. No, she's like a rainbow. No. God, no. <laughs> here comes the sun? Yeah, right. Get that out of here. <laughs> any any other rules anyone wants to introduce before we do this thing? Well, are we not going to like take into account like how much it's about rain? Are we, is it just one of those lists where it's like, these are our favorite songs of all these? I think that's how it's got to be. that's probably the way. Because no yeah. one cares how much. This song is so about <laughs> yeah, rain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 85%. And some of these songs use rain as a metaphor. So, Oh, and also, No Rain is not on the list because that is a song about a lack of rain, <laughs> not rain. <laughs> well, that's debatable, but I, mean, I guess it is the title. Uh, so the very first one on our list is Africa. By Toto, by the way. Doesn't matter? Doesn't matter. Well, no. When you say the song Africa... So, uh, yeah, I'm going to just have to fess up and say that my ironic appreciation of this song has just turned into a full-blown love. This is just something I really enjoy listening to. And sure, it's really stupid, and who is Toto to be singing about Africa and blessing the the rains in Africa like he has, or whatever Toto is, has the authority to... Is it something other than a band? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Toto's a man. I don't want to. I don't want to make declarative sentences right now. But it's. Uh, I don't know. It's, I I get what you're saying. It's along the same lines as like. What's that song that you're? That other song you're all about? Big country. Oh, yeah, in right. a big country by Big Country. Yeah. Right. Huh? I just feel like that's a legitimately better song than this. I feel like this is more of a cheesy song, but yeah. uh, no, I'm I'm all about this song. Yeah, so am I. In a kind yeah. of ironic way, yeah. but you know, it's funny like, like you say it's ironic, but then, but then you're still humming it. And you're yeah. still like all about it. Maybe if it didn't have like the weird like synthesizer horn marimba, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what, what any of these instruments are, but. 
So you, so you guys like this song? <laughs> <laughs> Kinda, in a way. Oh man, <laughs> you hate it? I, I, well, I don't know. Hates it? No, I, I don't hate it. It's, like, it's pretty stupid. I mean, it's just '80s contemporary pop, the kind of stuff I hear when I'm at work and like, oh god, this again. Except I'd be thrilled. It, it's just so bland. I, I, I just I don't like this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know how someone could have such strong feelings about it. I guess, I guess, I, I, understand. Under, I understand the whole. It's so, so schmaltzy and cornball. So lame. I feel like Toto is just a joke. I mean, I remember on like South Park when they, uh, and they're like, oh, they had some event and they needed like a musical artist for it. And they're like, we'll, we'll get Toto. And like one guy claps. He's like, yeah, Toto. Like nobody likes Toto. They make Chicago look edgy. Zach Braff on Scrubs loves Toto. <laughs> oh, I'm really glad Zach Braff's fictional character likes <laughs> Toto. I mean, do what you must. <laughs> it's going to be one of those days, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, you know, it's probably not going to make the list, to be honest. But I don't know. It's a nice little song. Well, let's just let's just keep going. How about uh? Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. And while I blow, I see Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. So, this is a song I hear. It just makes me wish I kind of listened to more old country music because country music, in theory, has has the ability to be really good. Like this sort of reminds me of how like uh, Hank Williams could also do something like this, where he just I'm thinking of what's that song? I'm so lonesome I could cry, where you just have this guy just real simple, everything's simple, but you feel like he's just deep. He's just, Digging real deep down inside and just taking out the sadness. It's just, it's a really pretty song. But I'm going to guess no one else cares about this at all. That's just my feeling. I looked it up on YouTube and I appreciated that all the comments were like, last time I heard this song was when my grandfather played it to my grandmother and I. Now he's dead. <laughs> That's what all wow. of them were? Yeah, that was all, all the comments were that. You know, that kind of like... I remember listening to this with old people ah. <laughs> who are dead now. They're so old. Well, I like Willie Nelson, all right. I don't claim to really know anything about him. I like the fact that he proves you don't need a low baritone voice to be, you know, a country singer. He's always singing a kind of higher, more pleasant kind of register. Mm-hmm. And this is a nice song. It's pretty typical, just straightforward kind of blues uh, progression. So I, I wouldn't say that I, I think it stands out tremendously, but it's pleasant enough. Pretty sure the song's on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs. Really? Yeah. It's interesting. Just saying. But all right. I mean, I feel like a lot of these songs I'm going to hear for the first time or the, for the first time in a long time. And I don't know. I've never heard this song before, and I like it. <laughs> okay. And I agree with all that. Country stuff you just said. I hope you just put Africa on the good list, Sean. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think here? Is this bumped? 
staying? I mean, it'd be on maybe. my top ten, but I assume it's a bump. I'd, I'd say, eh, I'd say maybe. Nancy uh, liked what he heard. I like what I heard. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I mean, if if John and Sean have strong feelings anti, then no. But my, my problem with this song is I don't have strong feelings about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. We'll just keep it on for now, but it's okay. Kinda, it could be one of the first to go. All right, keep on trucking with "Dry the Rain." <sighs> could have done the high fidelity thing. <laughs> I'm going to try to make it through this without just saying I like this song because it's in high fidelity. Yeah, but you could have intro and said, I will now sell five copies of the three EPs by the beta band, but screwed that yeah. up. Hey, I was just trying to be called cool. Look how cool I am. I just know this song somehow. You could have got five people to illegally download this yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah, what do they care? They broke up. They don't need the money. <laughs> um, my most clear memory about the song, besides hearing it in high fidelity, was uh, when we go on road trips, my family, sometimes I have the privilege of taking over the stereo and playing a few songs. And I usually use this as an opportunity to play the music I think my family will like the least, but I like the most. So I always play like Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs and Cigar Rose and stuff that people are just like, oh, God, Sean, what are you doing to us? So I, I end up losing the stereo privilege really quickly. Why do you do that? Yeah, that's weird. I thought you were going to say that you try to pick stuff that you think your family would like. No, because what my go, family likes is 70s rock. And I, by the time I get there, I'm just so sick of anything. I know that, but I'm just saying, like, maybe there's other music that you like that you think your family would like a little more so you at least try to nah it never works I, I gave up on trying to get them to like music so a long like time ago but one trying time trying to see how fast you can lose your privilege <laughs> yeah and the answer to that was half a song with the yeah 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 um, so one time on a trip it was it was just a few of us in the car and I played Dry the Rain and it was interesting because my cousin and I who are the same age were all about this song we're like this is so great my mom was like, this is just so stupid. What is this? What are you listening to? This is what people these days like. It was pretty. How you not like this? I don't understand. I think she had a lot of trouble with the idea of drying the rain. <laughs> she just thought that was a really dumb lyric. The, you mean the concept? <laughs> it seems like a weird thing to dislike. Uh... Yeah, I really like this song. Every once in a while, I'll find a song where I'll just be so drawn to it that it's like the only thing I want to listen to. I'll just be listening to it over and over again. And I had that experience with Dry the Rain when I when I first, well, when I first got the three EPs. Come I back. bet you got it without even seeing High Fidelity. No. So no, this is like five years after I saw High Fidelity. <laughs> All right. Good. I'm, I'm not that cool, Sean. Sorry. My only problem is it takes four minutes to get to the part that I like, with the brass and everything that you hear in High Fidelity, the part that he plays, the part that hooks you in. I don't, I don't really care that much for anything before that. I mean, it's fine. I really just, like that's how the whole thing. It just yeah, kind of sounds like Beck. That's how I felt like at first, but the more I listened to it over and over again... It's all you gotta have that part. It's like the build up. 
it's just it's I think it's too long. I think the song could have easily been two minutes shorter. I think it's really boring. Just saying. Okay. So that's that's the thing just about my musical taste. I have no problem with long songs as long as I can at least sort of like it and it builds up to something I really like. I listen to long songs all the time. And there's another song on this list that's just a long song. I'm sure you guys will veto immediately, but alone on. I just don't understand the appeal. I'm not. I'm not well, getting it. Did you listen to the whole song? No. Well, the last two minutes. That's the part that really brings it home for me. But before that, um, I'm just like, yeah, that's nice. I like this slide guitar kind of thing. But not, there's nothing particularly hooking me in there. If I had to be honest. If I had to be honest, I'd be way happier having this on the list than the last two songs we're talking about. So can I at least leave us in the maybe column for now? Honestly, if we're looking at all these songs, this is... I did a top ten. This is my number two. I like it that much. Can I just leave it in the maybe column for now? Please do. Yeah, I feel like do. just because Colin has it in his top two or top <laughs> one, like, it's got to be... Colin has this unfair advantage. That, that I care so no, much. that you do your own list before we start this. Yep. Yeah, I, I think that should be abolished. <laughs> Get out of here, Colin. <laughs> I'm sorry I do work beforehand, Nancy. Listen I don't just the hear song the song for the first time when we do the podcast. I'm sorry I put this whole thing together. Yeah, you always use that. Okay, okay let's move on. That's in the maybe column, I think. Dry the rain. Next up, the Peter, Paul, and Mary version of a Gordon Lightfoot song, Early Morning Rain. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were serious for a second. <laughs> yeah, so, John, uh, Colin and I have been talking. This is kind of a boring song. What's the deal here? Uh, and you have the right song and everything? Early Morning Rain by Peter, Paul, and Mary? Yeah, by Gordon Lightfoot. Like, as you said, Canadian icon. Um, well, I think it's, it's a real uh, pleasant folk song. I love how... Each uh, it kind of builds with each part. Paul Stuckey comes in with his guitar, and it's very gentle and mellow. And then Peter Yarrow comes in with more sorrowful kind of part. And then Mary Travers kind of has that commanding voice that ties it all together. All together, and um, I love the harmonies. I think they blend very well, and uh, I think it's very soothing. And I'm, I, I can't. I don't know. I would. I never. I don't. Soothing's I don't a great. I, I think soothing's a great word for this song. Almost. I mean, do you not like Peter Paul like and Mary? A lullaby. Not really, no. Hmm. Well, I'm a fan, so I like I love that early folk kind of uh, scene, and I like their voices and the guitar work. I'm just not that. Yeah, it just does nothing for me. <laughs> it just. I feel bad because you you had a lot of reasons that made it seem like a good song, but I, I, it's I, I, it's not a bad song. It just doesn't do that much for me. Oh, okay. (laughs) Or it doesn't really... Okay, then I guess that's all there is to it. It makes you feel any better. You can take one of my songs off next with uh, the Shout Out Loud's Hard Rain.
So I really like their uh, 2007 album, Our Ill Wills, and Hard Rain is, is the last song on it. And it's just this epic... It You know, what I like about it is it kind of plays like a storm, you know? It starts out with a nice little, little drizzle almost, and then builds up, and it's crashing, it's like lightning, and then, you know, fades away too at the end. It's, it's a really cool, epic way to end an album, and it's, it's well, one of the... One of a couple songs that really stuck with me off of Our Ill Wills, but I know for a fact that no one else likes Shout Out Louds on this podcast. I never said that I didn't like yeah, Shout Out Louds. I, I think they, they're, 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 they're I believe sound the good. quote from one of you two was, I don't get why I'm listening to this when I could just listen to The Cure. <laughs> I think I said that. I don't know if I, I stand by that. <laughs> it's probably, probably what I said after listening to for about 30 seconds, so... But I like the synth riff and the heavy percussion, and uh, I just—it's like seven minutes, right? Yeah, it's like seven and a half minutes. It doesn't need to be that long. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm done in about three minutes. Not that that—you know—that's a big deal. I think it's a good song. Do you know Bjorn from Pierre Bjorn and John produced this? The whole album, or just this song? The whole album. It's—it's it, it's like he just produces all Swedish indie artists now. Because I remember he also produced that. Like liar, Leaky Lee, Leaky Lee. Le- Lee. Yeah, yeah, he used that too. So that's cool. So I really like Peter Bjorn John. I like that kind of Swedish indie pop. I've can still I've considered uh, getting this album. I haven't yet. Someday, maybe. I think How How Gaff Gaff is the one that most people like. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, I'm just all about Aria Wells. It's right up there with me on my 2007 album list. Which is also the year that uh, In Rainbows came out, so pretty good year. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm guessing Bump, right? Yeah, nothing about this song really stands out for me. I don't know, I just, it's just I like them. It's and pretty good I, indie I, pop, it's I, just like, not. I don't feel like it's spectacular or anything. And it's, I guess it's also, I like long songs. Hey, so do I. I'll have to get over that someday. So, this next one isn't that long. Have you ever seen the rain? The Credence Clearwater Revival. You just feel like an FM DJ right there. Kind of. It's an oldie station, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> wants to talk about this song? Well, we have a, a resident Credence expert here. I don't know if it's... Are you referring to me? I guess yeah. I started talking, so I assume that I'm that expert. But yeah, I love Credence, you know? They're the best Bayou band to ever come out of San Francisco, which seems very strange that they came out of San Francisco. Uh, and I think it's a very poignant number from John Fogarty. And there's some interesting backstory to this. This is one of those kind of rain songs that uh, also has... It's also kind of like it has another meaning. So around this time, Tom Fogarty, who's the guitarist in Credence, he was quitting because he's he's mad at John Fogarty because John Fogarty basically got to do everything in Credence. He's the lead singer. He wrote all the songs, lead guitarist. Tom Fogarty was just, I'm not having this. I'm pissed. So he quit around this time at their peak. And in response, John Fogarty, you know, writes this song well he was still in the group when he wrote this song but it's like about him leaving and I guess like he's trying to just say like you know 
hey, brah, you're leaving as we're making it big. We're making it rain, man. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure <laughs> if, that's, if that's what he's trying. It's his brother. I'm not sure if that's, entire, that's what he's trying to communicate, but it, it's definitely a song that um, is about some sort of tension within the group. And I think that, that tension and emotion does come through to some extent. Um, and it's funny because, you know, like once he quit and the other members of Creedence did get to sing songs, their next album like sucked and they broke up. <laughs> But I mean, back just to this song, just that all aside, I think it's uh, it's powerful. It's it's beautiful. Uh, I love Credence, and I like their kind of slower songs. And I guess this is one of their slower songs. And I've always been a big fan. Yeah, certainly among my favorite CCR tunes. Like I'm not, not like not like that high, but <laughs> you know, probably top ten. Yeah. I like it too. Don't have any reason to get rid of it. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about this because I really want to talk about the next thing on our list. It's Raining Men. I think we're just going to listen to this whole thing really loud. Listening to this, probably for the first time outside of like a, a TV show or a movie or something where it's in the soundtrack or a commercial or whatever. Uh, so I, I got to hear the verse. <laughs> what I did not know before, like this last week, was this song is literally about it raining men. It is not a metaphor for like these women are surrounded by attractive men or something. It is straight up. A natural phenomenon. First time in history, it's gonna start raining men. Yeah, it's clear. <laughs> like Bible times. <laughs> so, so does it still qualify if it's not liquid? If it's true, if it's beautiful. <laughs> this is a song about men falling from the sky. That, that technically rain. It's like falling. Uh, but it, this possible. is this is a song by the Weather Girls it's off true. of their hit album Success. And uh, how can you go how wrong? Could with it lose? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got a, a really funny music video too. It's a trip. <laughs> it's like, think, okay, yeah. I'm just curious. What do you think came first, the name of the group or the song? Did they call themselves the Weather Girls? And like, all right, now we need some songs about weather. No, I bet it was uh, the other way around. It's like, oh, perfect. I mean, that kind of pigeonholes them, right? Now I feel like all their songs are about weather. Well, I, I was reading about it. I remember. Paul Schaefer co-wrote it and him and the other guy were like shopping it around to like a bunch of other artists and they're just like nah we don't we don't want this <laughs> so then they found the Weather Girls I guess so I'm, gu- I'm guessing it came after the song the name of the group they are hilarious looking yeah they are they're just two fat ladies real big ladies and it would be so funny when they fall yeah, from the that's building the in the music video. In the music video, they're like in a in an apartment or something. <laughs> they look outside and like basically naked men are falling out of the sky. <laughs> they just open the window and jump out. And like their dresses balloon up, and it makes them look even fatter. <laughs> that was even possible. I have to see this video. I guess it's 
The next shot is the the naked men are giant and they like peel the roof off the house. The production value is so low. Even like it's just like not well made at all. It's, it's the weirdest thing. There it's, are like these shots in it that like make no sense. Like why that doesn't look good. It's, and then there's these bizarrely long takes that are. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Who would have guessed that this song would be like popular and it's, it's been around for like 30 years now. People are still listening to this. Here's a good note. During an MLB baseball game, Arizona Diamondbacks and San Diego Padres on... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Diamondbacks first baseman Adam LaRoche had the PA system at Chase Field play the song during teammate Kelly Johnson's first two at-bats as walk-up. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I always thought it was about semen, but semen. Yeah. Well, there is. A, well, there's there. the part where he says, "I just want to get." What is he saying? He's like, like soaked, soaked, in soaked in men. Soaked in men. How can that mean something that's not disgusting? <laughs> <laughs> I like how many times it's been covered. <laughs> like yeah. on the Wikipedia, it's like. At least three times. To the credit to the Weather Girls, they built this song out. Yeah, yeah they, they got no shame. so much conviction. They're just totally sincere about it. But uh, the song had been offered to Diana Ross, Donna Summer, Cher, and Barbara Streisand before being accepted by the Weather Girls. <laughs> See, <laughs> I like how they didn't even like they accepted it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, there's no way. Oh, uh, this is, I made a top ten, this is my number one. <laughs> All right, you gotta do it. The problem with Nancy's I'm, top ten is it's the whole, it's one through nine on his top ten. <laughs> I, I'm just amazed we've been talking about it for this long. True story. When Colin proposed this idea, this is the first song that came to my mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shall we move on now? Yeah. It's probably about time. <laughs> let's let it rain. By the way, I could only find a live version, so. Oh my god. Uh, people are going to be pretty upset. his solo career was this this is his first album this is uh, this is the last song on Clapton's solo debut called Eric Clapton and he was supported by like Delaney and Bonnie Bramlett and Jim Gordon and Carl Rattle and Bobby Whitlock basically the, the seedling that would later kind of become Derek and the Dominoes it's basically that lineup and I think it's a great guitar riff and of course excellent guitar solos and I love the I assume Bobby Whitlock is doing the piano part that kind of sounds like rain and uh, the sound of falling rain and everything I think it might be my favorite uh, solo Clapton number because I'm not a big uh, fan of, of Clapton's solo career but I, I really like this that really surprises me yeah I mean because I love Derek and the Dominoes I love Cream I love John Mills Bluesbreakers I love the Yardbirds 
and I have a couple clap now, so I'm just like, eh. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I like all those groups, but yeah, I don't, I don't really have much affection for his solo stuff, really. I just, I don't think he was as a good a songwriter as he was just a guitarist. I don't know how it came through on Derek and the Dominoes, how it came together. I think a big part of that was probably Bobby Whitlock. He actually had more writing credits on that album. Mm. But they're like, oh, you should probably take your name off one of them so Eric Clapton has more. <laughs> Just make him feel good. <laughs> he needs, he needs the, 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 the confidence, please. <laughs> but uh, I think this is a great song. Uh, I mean, I've definitely heard it a lot on the radio. So it's one that I've known for a really long time. How do you guys feel about Let It Rain? Yeah, I mean, I like it. I just... It's, it's like I'm not going to say an Eric Clapton song that's not obviously horrible is bad, but it's not really doing much. Yeah, I don't have, like, really strong feelings for it, but it's it's fine. Well, that's okay. I think it's a great recording, but, uh... I mean, if you're, if you're not crazy about it, you're not crazy about it, so that's, that's fine. And doesn't sound like there's anything. Are we ever going to like say. agree on a song in this list? <laughs> it's um, I guess we did on Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Yeah, it's probably another one. I'm, I'm sure there will there. be. So is that a maybe? Or is it off? I don't really care. <laughs> well, three against one. But the thing is, it's not three. Not, I don't no. think any of us would care if it's on the list. Yeah. So I guess that does put it in the maybe category. Okay. Um, let's just keep going. Louisiana, nineteen twenty-seven. What has happened down here? Is the wind have changed? So, uh, songs by Randy Newman, by the way. Louisiana in the 1970s. Nah, that's not what it's called. 1972? Uh, 1972, sure. Okay. So, uh, there was a period like this last fall when I was just so into Randy Newman. His, like, you know, solo stuff, like in the early 70s. And, uh, yeah, Good Old Boys, that album, that's my shit. And, uh,. Probably this is probably my favorite Randy Newman song, just because it's, you know, it's another example of how he just takes you to another place, like early 20th century America. He seems to have a fascination with that time period, and uh, yeah, just a lot of the orchestral stuff, the sweeping sort of sad quality to it. Also, it's about a true event, the. Uh, the Great Mississippi Flood of 1927, the most like devastating flood in the history of the U.S. Of course, it's about a true event. No one would write a song and put Calvin Coolidge in it if it wasn't a it's true event. <laughs> yeah, Calvin Coolidge makes an appearance in this song. Can't that makes it sound like he like sings on it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, well, he was cool I, I, yeah, I, I like Randy Newman as well. I think he's a very colorful and insightful storyteller. And this is a pleasant number. Though I do find it oddly similar to Sail Away, the song, like his other, you know, from the Sail Away album. Yeah. It's basically the exact same piano riff. <laughs> I mean, I guess that that's, doesn't make it bad or anything. It's just like, seriously, he's going to use the exact same piano part that he did on this song from the previous album? It's exactly the same. Well, it's pretty similar. 
but you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm definitely a Randy Newman uh, fan, so I'm always up for, I don't know, I guess, just celebrating his music and everything. It's nice to see uh, Floods represented on this list. There's not a lot of that. And Rain is an important part of Floods. Yeah, I, I'd say that this song definitely has the most volume of rain. So. It has the most liquid. I don't know. We didn't put Texas Flood on here, so we don't have any competition in that department. <laughs> Uh, I wish we had put Texas. But yeah, I, like I said, I'm a, I'm a much bigger fan of the the Sail Away album, but I I'm, I definitely like Good Old Boys as, as well, and uh, and I like this song. Yeah, it's fine. I feel like to really appreciate Randy Newman, you have to listen to his albums as, as in a whole, not just in the individual uh, parts that make them up. At least this album and Sail Away, that's how I feel. So that's what's been holding me back all these years. I don't know if I agree with that, but... I well, I didn't really saying. get into him until I just sat down and listened to an album. But, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so we keeping it, please? Fine, yeah, yeah. I want to keep it. What'd you say? I, I want to keep it. Great. Okay. Why don't you keep on? on talking, Nancy? What's the next one on the list? I don't know. I don't have a list. <laughs> Well, it's, it's, you, it's the, the one, one that we would ask you about. Oh. It's fucking epic. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be That's the all title. you need to know. Does Axel Rose play the piano on all of this? In the music video he does. Yeah. Again, does he play the piano on yeah. all this? I don't know how legit the music video is. I imagine he does. This is like, I feel like November Rain is Axel Rose. Like, it best illustrates. Like I feel like none of the other members of Guns N' Roses would like this song, or I mean that's probably not true. But How could Slash not like this song? It's a solo all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like I feel like this is the best moment of when like Axl Rose is at the pinnacle of his like fuck you guys, it's all about me. <laughs> this is my masterpiece, classical I Am the Man song, and I feel like I'm the only one. Out of all of us that has even seen a copy of User Illusion. <laughs> but I, I really like User Illusion. It's a little deep, but this is definitely one of the best songs on it. Yeah. I always thought it was kind of cheesy monster ballad. Yeah, but I, I it think is, I just, but I feel like it's a little more legitimate than that. I, feel like I this, think it's, this it's a good song, but I don't much care for the execution in, in, in a couple departments. Like I don't, I guess I just don't like Axl Rose. Like I don't like how he sings. Like he's singing some like Ford truck commercial or something. I mean, I feel I, like I that. Then that's just you don't like Guns N' Roses. Well, I don't like Axl Rose. I like Slash. I think well, his guitar solo is sweet, and the music video when like he comes out of the chapel and he's in the desert and the sweet helicopter shots of him, just wailing. That's pretty cool. I think it's a good song. I just. I don't like uh, some of the stuff that's in it, like some of the synths and, and Axl Rose's voice. I think that's just a 
a thing of the time period, though. Oh, it still makes it sound dated. I mean, Appetite for Destruction doesn't sound dated. Yeah. <laughs> you put that you know, shit on now and it'll blow yeah. your fucking mind. Except for Sean and John. What was that? I feel like you guys don't even care about Guns N' Roses really at all. Well, I've heard Appetite for Destruction, you know, a couple times. And... I don't care about Guns N' Roses at all. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Appetite for Destruction is so good. Yeah, it is. It's pretty great. But this song, this is not what I go to Guns N' Roses for. Sorry. I'm not saying, like, it, hey, I just put it on the list because it's, like, the one song yeah, fine. that I didn't see on there that <laughs> I knew that should be on there. I think for that, then, you should just stick by it. Maybe. And I, and I respect you for that. Yeah, I, I would, too. <laughs> so, I'd consider it, then. Just because I appreciate and admire your passion. <laughs> it's so, it's so that's rare. the thing that's like I'm not even that passionate about this song. <laughs> I just really like Guns N' Roses. But well, it's not passionate. So you don't what? Hey come on, I'm trying to admire your passion. <laughs> come on. Well yeah, but like I don't want to come off that like I'm the biggest November Rain fan. It's just one of my favorite songs from Use Your Illusion. That I haven't listened to since like ninth grade, so I don't know. I'm not that passionate about it. Yeah. I just, you know, put it on the list, so I feel like I should talk about it a little bit. Well, do you want it on the list? I mean, I'd like to see it mentioned, but if you guys like don't like it that much, I'm like, I'm not saying that this should be your go-to Guns N' Roses song, <laughs> but it should be your go-to Guns N' Roses song about rain. What is my um, go-to Guns N' Roses song? Is it Welcome to the Jungle? Sweet child of mine. Yeah. It's got to be one of those, too. Paradise City. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> those are my go-tos. Uh, I don't know. I don't hate this or anything. I'm fine yeah, leaving right. it alone for now. I feel like the music video just like... You know. Yeah, that is a great music video. <laughs> I was all about that. It's wedding to funeral, man. Deep shit. Purple Rain is the next one on the list. This is my favorite Prince song. It is. And, uh... I'm not sure really what to say about it. It's just really pretty. It builds. You get to hear Prince totally shred on it, which is always a treat. But, uh... you guys have any strong feelings about this at all? Wait, this is is your favorite Prince song? Out of all the songs I picked... Wow. I always thought this was pretty average out of his catalog. It's also on Rolling Stones 500 Grey Songs. I don't care what Rolling Stones says. I think you do it a little bit. Mm, Not that much. Okay, maybe a little bit. A little bit. You have to remember, Rolling Stones is the same album that originally trashed all Zeppelin's albums. (laughs) So they're not always, you know. 
Well, they got this one right, in my opinion. I don't trust those guys. You act like it's one guy that... Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Like, like Rolling Stone. The same guy. In I the said guys. I, I know, but it's like... I doubt the same guys that put together the 500 Greatest Songs list are the same guys that trash Zeppelin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That was 50 years ago. <laughs> like, you, just because it's an institution doesn't mean it's going to be consistent. Seriously? If you had to choose a movie soundtrack Prince did, you would choose Purple Rain over Batman? Why are you asking this question? That's a real question that people can ask? People love Batman the soundtrack. No one likes Batman the soundtrack. That Bat Dance. No one does. Bat Not even Dance. Prince. He just shat it out on like a Tuesday afternoon. Here, guys, put this out. No. You might as well just put it out today. I mean, it's Tuesday, so, you know. No one will care if it's a little bit late in stories. Well, I'm not going to fight you on this one because you, uh, you're obviously uh, a fan of it, and that's that's cool. I like Prince. I just, I'm just, I never said I didn't like the song. I just said I wasn't crazy about yeah. it. You're the only one who said anything about the song. So that's yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to make an effort. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> you know what I can say about Prince is I like that sketch on Chappelle's show when he beats them at basketball and then makes pancakes. That's what I can say about Prince. That's what everyone can say about yeah, Prince. Yeah, that was... It's not impressive. That's what I got. Yeah? Okay. That That's sounds like it's uh, pretty... Uh, it's a contender. It's a contender. Okay. It's enough for me. Let the rain... Continue with rain by the Beatles. Like, come on, Beatles, you can be a little more clever. You gotta call the song Rain. Rain. It's kind of insane. What are you talking about? It's on Rolling Stones' list of the 500 greatest songs (laughs) ever written. I I literally, like, I I don't think I've ever. Yeah? Maybe. But seriously? I feel kind of envious of you that you haven't heard a really good Beatles song before. (laughs) It is crazy. What's it on? It's a B side. It was the B side to Paperback Writer. That's so, probably yeah. why. <laughs> you, you can get it on the Past Masters compilation. They have two of those. They were kind of like these two Which greatest hits that had all the Wait, you've seen, B-sides and stuff. You've seen the Beatles anthology, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, like, I'm sure I've heard it. They show the whole it. music video in it. Yeah. So but you've like, heard it. I've heard it. It's just like it's it's not something that, you know what I mean, that's fresh in my mind. Yeah. But yes, rain. I always find it interesting. It's kind of a predictable chord progression, but like everything else about it is just so original. The bass line and all the psychedelic weird stuff going on, and Ringo's trippy fills, and and I seem to recall him saying that he thinks this is his best recorded uh, performance. And I think I might even agree with that. There's some really great fills going on in there. This is a real head trip. I really like uh, rain. And it's just a B side. It's so nuts. They were so good. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That, this could have easily been a number one hit for like anyone else. Yeah. But for, for them, it's just another song. Yeah, well, we won't even put it on the album. Well, but... like, you know, it's a song where Ringo is maybe the best on it, so, you know, <laughs> let's not make that popular. They had the, 
they had the opportunity to make a promo video for this, though. I mean, that's what they and they sent it into like Ed Sullivan. Yeah. I feel like this may have been the first song to have backwards recorded on it. I'm not so. positive. Well, John but Lennon, John Lennon was, but I don't know if he's the most reliable source talking about his own song. I don't know. He knows more than God and everything. So. When did he say he knows more than God? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kind of, I'm just trying to work in when he said that they're, they're bigger than Beatles. That's not, they're, they're bigger than that. Excuse me, they're bigger than I'm more knowledgeable than God. The, the Beatles are, you know, bigger than Jesus and everything. And yeah, I got you. I was trying to work that in, but I couldn't think of any, like, anything clever to say, so it just kind of fell apart. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's called Rain. It's, it's, it is it's called a rain. rain song. It's very much about Rain, and I think it's a very unique recording. I never thought it was that remarkable, to be honest. Yeah. But you guys seem pretty excited about it. I am. Maybe it's just because it's so, like, revolvery. It sounds so much like a revolver song, and that's my favorite Beatles album. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Question. Are all three of your guys' favorite Beatles album Abbey Road? No. Ah, okay. Probably not. Really? I thought it was all three of your favorites. It's my favorite. Okay. I can never really decide. Revolver's like 1A. 1A. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, I always go back and forth. Okay. I always feel weird because I, like, I feel like Revolver should be since it's tattooed on my body. <laughs> but then I listen to Abbey Road and I'm like, it's so amazing. Well, I think it should stay on the list. If if it's got two out of four, that's a pretty good average for this this particular podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, it's on the list because it's the Beatles. Of course. Yeah. It's on the list. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Raindrops are falling on my head. And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed, nothing seems to fit. Those raindrops are falling on my head, they keep falling. So I just did me some talking to the sun. And I said I didn't. Pretty sure this song is used on the soundtrack of one of the Spider Man movies. Yeah, I think so. That, that that's what it's famous for, right? Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. John's just really trying to promote the uh, top ten superhero. <laughs> uh, we haven't formally announced it. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, raindrops keep falling on my head. B.J. Thomas from the Butch casting the Sundance Kids soundtrack. Burt Bacharach wrote this. I think this won an Oscar. Oh. It might have. Well, it's, it's Oscar worthy in, in my mind. But I, I've always loved Burt Bacharach's uh, love songs. I think it really captures the, uh, the optimism and kind of the pure joy that comes with love. And he never really likes like writes painful songs. He's always really upbeat. And uh, BJ, B- <laughs> so bad, bitch. Legend of that song is a big cast in the song. Oh, Spider-Man too. And BJ Thomas, he's kind of just like hired hired gun. You know, he doesn't really. He's not really. He's an okay singer. He does a good job. But I think it's very pleasant, and uh, I like that. I like the lyrics. I, I think I heard, I may be wrong, though, that that was like a filler lyric at one point. The raindrops keep on the head. He's like, oh, no, I'll come up with something better later. <laughs> Never did, because there's no rain in that scene. Yeah. In the scene in, in the movie, it's just Paul Newman riding his bike. 
but uh, I guess they liked it, and I like it too. I like the song a lot. I think it's very, very pleasant. It's charming. Sure is pleasant and charming. Like a Civil War veteran. It's charming. What? what? Like a Civil War <laughs> I feel like Civil War veterans are all like crusty and messed up and missing limbs and... What are, how are they charming? <laughs> it's so charming. In what way? Well, because, you know, they've already killed their brother. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Let's just keep going. Uh, Rhythm of the Rain by the Cascades. sound effect. I guess that's always a plus. Yeah. But, uh, like it's mel- yeah, but mellow, soothing, it, it harkens back to the era of malt shops and sock hops and uh, communism and whatever. The Civil War. <laughs> anyway, African Civil War as well. But I'm all, I'm all, I really love that kind of early, almost doo-woppy kind of, well, this is more kind of like blue-eyed soul almost, but uh, it has that shuffling kind of rhythm, kind of like a Ricky Nelson uh, song, which is another artist from that era that I enjoy. And I think it's neat. This is just an additional fact that the band actually did this song, because I feel like there's so many bands in the early 60s who didn't write their own songs, because, I don't know, I guess they just sucked or something. But um, yeah, the internet, so people weren't looking up if they wrote the songs or not. <laughs> but yeah, I just think, I, I think it's catchy, and I, I love the melody, and... Uh, uh, I assume you guys weren't as familiar with this song. I've never heard it. Perfectly pleasant, though. I remember it from uh, back the, the Seattle radio station 97.3 back when they used to play oldies. Oh, yeah. It's weird to have nostalgia for that. Like, it, this song reminds me of my childhood. This <laughs> fact that it came out like I, 30 years before I was born. I mean, like, I don't know. I have a lot of affection for these kind of songs just because, yeah, I listened to KBSG. Like, that's the only station I listened to in all of elementary school. <laughs> Yeah, after every day, you know, like we, I'd listen to the, to the station on the ride home, and I, I, I remember John was too busy listening to Jock Jam, Jock Jams, and the soundtrack to Car Wash, the movie. I like how you give this look like. I don't know what the hell these guys are talking about. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> I know. But I like, seriously didn't like listen to music at all until. I know, but this is the look you just gave us, like, like. Not just that you're disreg- like it's like you're totally disregarding like that's dumb. You guys are idiots. <laughs> funny. I, I know you didn't. Well, maybe you didn't. That's just it, his though. natural face. Next. Well, I didn't really come to a conclusion on this. Well, are, we, I got, are we keeping it? Are we losing it? I'm not that yeah, I'm not thrilled about it. it. Just seems like a kind of run of the mill '60s pop song to me. I don't know. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. But, uh, sorry to say it, I guess. You heartless bastard. But yeah, not much really stands out about it for me. I don't know. There's like 500 songs on this list, so I don't really care. John? Just trying to power through. I stand by. It's perfectly pleasant. 
<laughs> that means nothing. Like, none of these songs aren't perfectly pleasant. <laughs> um, I just don't think it's very remarkable. <laughs> I don't Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, nothing really that distinct about it. It's true. Because not that much going on here. I'm very confused. I don't Basically, know they're like trying this. not to hurt your feelings. Trying to, trying to be okay, nice. Hey, well, you, you can be honest with me, Sean. I'm not, I'm not going to, like, go cry. I just feel guilty because most of the songs you put on this list I'm fine with, but I don't particularly like and I, I go about into that. this knowing that that is a possibility and I'm willing to accept that so let's move ahead all right I don't want to kill you or anything I just want to listen to Riders on the Storm yeah finally rain sound effects <laughs> Because there's another Doris song called The End, where he talks about, Father, I want to kill you. Okay. That's what I was, that was the inspiration for that last segue. This is a good song. It's pretty new. I always thought that there was something kind of creepy about the fact that it's the last song on their last album, and it's so ambient and dark, and then not long after, Jim Morrison just goes off and dies. Some dark, heavy shit going on here. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I think it's very atmospheric. I like how Raymond Zarek kind of makes a rain. I like it when keyboardists are going to make kind of a rain sound on their instrument. On his Fender Rhodes, he's doing like a little kind of pattern. And Robbie Krieger's doing the cowboy style thing. And I like uh, the dark mood. And he's talking about there's a killer on the road and some heavy shit going on here. One of the few sequences from the Doors movie that I remember and don't hate was the Riders on the Storm part. Maybe that's just because there's some moaning. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> that was helpful. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gets me so hot. <laughs> I guess I also really like this uh, song because this is my second favorite Doors album. It's pretty, pretty solid, LA Woman. And it is their last with Jim Morrison. The only thing I could do with that is the whisper backup vocals. It's kind of bug me. That, that breaks the song for you? It, I, no, it doesn't break it. I just don't really like it that much. But, They're trying to scare you. Yeah, well... I, I would not lose not that scared. song from this list because no. you don't like whispers. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying this can't be on the list because that's whispering that I don't approve of. Well, you'd be scared. Well, you you're going to be real embarrassed if you do find yourself saying that someday, Colin. <laughs> Could happen. Yeah, I love, I love the Fender Rhodes, if that's what it is. Whatever that I keyboard so. sound is, it's pretty cool. All right, Dance. sounds like we're it. Yeah, I'm not much like of a, I'm not much of a Doors fan. But it doesn't seem like you're much of a fan of anything. <laughs> you put one thing on the list, and you're like, yeah, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to start more arguments than need to be started. I mean, it's fine. I, I just, yeah. Nothing wrong with starting arguments on our argument podcast. 
I just feel like you two versus John is such a big argument on this entire list that I don't need to be lengthening the arguments. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, it's fine. But I think it's a sting. Yeah. All right. Next up, Shelter from the Storm. Was in another lifetime, one of toil and blood. When blackness was a virtue, the road was full of mud. I came in from the wilderness, a creature void of form. I just don't Come like in, said, storm stuff. I want rain. Because you can have a windstorm, you can have a yeah, sandstorm. Yeah, but you don't need shelter from a windstorm. Shelter would just hurt you in a windstorm. He does storm. say the road was full of mud, so that implies that it's raining. If I this way again... You can risk you don't like that? No, it's not good. I get it. Well, there were other Bob Dylan songs that you could have put on here. Um, the song after Shelter from the Storm on Blood on the Tracks is Buckets Bucket of Rain. Also, Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. I put Shelter from songs? the Storm on this list because this is, like, in my top five favorite Bob Dylan songs. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought those were my favorites. I'm a big fan, too. This is really good. Yeah. I don't know. What, what more do you want from Bob Dylan? He's got good enough guitar part. Tells a fun little poem, basically. I don't know if I'd say it's. I don't know if fun's the right word. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely compelling to some extent. Because he is a great storyteller, and I love the guitar part here. It's uh, very rich and bright and uh, pleasing. I guess there's not really not that much to say about it because it's pretty basic. But I think he's just Dylan doing what he does best, and I really like this song. Nancy. Please don't say you've never heard this song. Please don't say it. I, I've heard it okay, back, good. back when I was into Bob Dylan in like 10th grade. Yeah. And you don't have any problem with being on the list? No, no problem. Right. Great. Is it weird that I like started listening to a lot of Bob Dylan at the same time I was like all about Bright Eyes? No, no that makes no. sense. I was just like all about... And also Rocky Bartolotto. I was just like... I went through a really big acoustic guitar singer songwriter phase in high school. Yeah, happens to me sometimes. I get into similar artists. I got into Devo and they might be giants at the same time. You know, nerd rock. So it happens. Sweet. Now the next song probably should have been the first song to pop up in my head when we thought about this topic but you know it's raining minutes so good it's a uh, scene in the rain Singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. You want to take this one, Sean? No, no. I, I worry that this is kind of a cheat. It kind of is because it's from a movie. But so the song existed before the movie. Yeah, that's true. Also, why? Why does that? I don't know why that does. A song is a song. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If it's from and I assume we're talking about the Gene Kelly version, not the Malcolm McDowell version. 
no. Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Very <laughs> different Floyd experience. Rape. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, this was. I think most of the music from Singing in the Rain was from previous uh, musicals, you know, one from the twenties or something. But yeah, I mean, this is kind of the go-to Rain song. It's playful, fanciful. It makes you feel good uh, about something, in this case, rain, that people are usually unhappy about, you know? It takes an optimistic viewpoint of something like, oh, rain, when he's, like, dancing and singing around and makes you so happy. And I'm like, what an idiot. What an idiot. He's going to get so wet. He's going to, like, get pneumonia. And I should know, I'm from Seattle. I'm, like, a rain expert. <laughs> That's just a, a delightful little tune. What I... <laughs> I just love the little do to do part at the beginning. That's great. I wish more songs start out with that. It makes me so happy. Yeah. That movie makes me happy. That's a really like, good movie. I mentioned last week that Network might be my favorite movie. If it isn't, my favorite is probably Singing in the Rain. I love it that much. And that scene of him singing in the rain, uh, there aren't many scenes in cinema that I think are that, that magical, that life affirming. It's just something really special. It's interesting you like movies about TV and movies. It's true. <laughs> it's a fascinating medium. Yeah. He's that into TV and movies. <laughs> I don't really do the news that much, but whatever. It's it's still probably, I mean, yeah. network's about television entertainment. Yeah. That gets out of the news pretty quick. It does. Anyways, I think this one's got to make it. I hope so, right? Yeah. Sure. Next one, maybe not. Uh, Sit Down, Stand Up by Radiohead. Have you heard this song before, Matthew? No. You're just going to have to take my word for it. The, the last half of this song is just him going, and the rain drops, and the rain drops, over and over and over. Fast forward. Can I do that? If you want to. <laughs> Nailed it. I believe you. Thank you. But yeah, um... I just thought of this song and yesterday and listened to it a few times. I'm all about this. Wanna, this is probably one of my favorite songs now off of Hail to the Thief, just because I'm paying special attention to it now. Um, I'd like to know what you think of it, John. It's a big Hail to the Thief thing. I love it. It's one of my favorite albums. I do find this an interesting choice because I feel like lyrically that song is so vague. And I feel like when he's saying the raindrop, it's like kind of filler. It could have been any word. It just happened to be raindrops because I guess it sounded good. Like, I don't know that it's about rain or anything. It just happens to have a rain lyric in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of rain. I mean, this this is a lot. This this rivals the amount of rain. As in Louisiana, 1927. I'm just saying, well, like, that much rain is could probably cause... Uh, he's talking about rain drops. You have to imagine how, how much rain it takes to make a flood. He's talking about every yeah. single individual drop. Well, the, the song All is right? pretty intense at the end. You're like, wow, that's probably like a, a, a downpour, if not a, a flood I'm already. not, because I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he's talking about the raindrops. There's so many of them. He's not talking about a flood, though. He's not, he's not saying, and the rain drop. He's saying that rain drops. He's just saying the raindrops. I know, rain but drops. when he says drops, that means... That that's a verb. Mean, infinite amount of raindrops. 
Think of, think of how much rain think, that is. He just described infinite rain. <laughs> you can't even visualize that. <laughs> if you tried to imagine how much rain that is, you'd create a black hole in your brain. I, I feel like he's just describing raindrops in a way, though. He could have just easily been going, the snowflakes. That doesn't mean it's snowing you, you, all the time. You are wrong. <laughs> well, who would know? Because who knows what this song's about? It's, it doesn't have rain in the It's title. about sitting like down and standing up and also <laughs> being drowned in a flood of raindrops. <laughs> of infinite rain. Maybe it's about torture, like that Chinese torture where they like tie you down and drop a rain on your head. Drop little they, drops they of water. They make a cloud. <laughs> they make a cloud. Well, we precipitates on you. In, in, in the Olympics, didn't, they, didn't we find out that China didn't we has, torture people? has a cloud-making technology? I'm pretty sure we found out. I don't remember that. China can make clouds. But, uh, we should probably clouds. talk about this song. Or we are talking about this song. In a weird, vague way, which I guess is fitting. But uh, Well, I think the point of that conversation was, this is a good song. We like it. We're not quite sure if it fits in. I say yeah, because the word raindrops is in there a whole bucket load of times. I say no, because we have literally like 500 songs. Yeah. Like, we're, we haven't been saying no a lot. We haven't. And I, I say no to this one. Very, Very well, so will I. Even though I like the song a lot, and I like the album. Yeah. So Radiohead does not have the same immunity in this group that the Beatles have. Guess not. Well, it's, it's, I would say it's a better song. Stormy. Yeah, Stormy. You were the sunshine, baby. Whenever you smile. But I call you Stormy today We got a question. Is it Classics 4 or Classics IV? Uh, I'm sure it's Classics 4. Whether why, why would it be like classics called IV? Classics? Maybe they were all into like morphine. Intravenous. Yeah, I, I don't understand the name of this band, but this is another one of those songs that I was familiar with due to the radio, and I think it's got that kind of mysterious uh, tone to it, jazzy, very cool, laid back. It's got a sweet saxophone solo on the bridge, and as we all know, saxophone is timeless. I'm not entirely sure what it's about. I guess it's like a lost love song where the singer's love used to be sunny and pleasant, but now things have come unpleasant and it's stormy, and he longs for the sunny day. So it's like a big middle finger to the stormy weather. Fuck you, Storm. But I, I love that guitar riff in the in the chorus. Yeah, so do I. That's like the one thing that raises this above the other 60s songs you put on this list that I was kind of indifferent Wait, to. Wait, just because it goes... Yeah, I kind of like it. I like this song I don't know better than those ones, A couple though. guitar notes raise this song. Well, for me, they do. <laughs> I kind of like this one. If you kind of like this song, they have another song that uses like the exact same riff that was also a hit in the same year. Is it spooky? Spooky. But I like, I don't know which one I like better. Spooky and Stormy. But they're both good songs, and I think this definitely fits the bill. I can tell you Spooky has its own Wikipedia page. Stormy does not. Maybe I've heard Spooky, because that, that guitar part felt familiar to me, but the rest of the song didn't. I like it. Yeah, they also did a song called Misty. I mean, it wouldn't be in my top ten. That doesn't mean anything, apparently. (laughs) I bet Kevin would really like this song. Oh, yeah. It's totally Kevin's song. My little brother. I feel like it doesn't matter if it's in your top ten unless you go, This is my number two, or this is my number one. Pretty much. (laughs) Because everyone feels bad for you. (laughs) 
I wouldn't say nothing. This, I wouldn't say this is my number one or two, and I don't think it matters if it's in my top ten. So I'm gonna say no. Okay. Okay. We're gonna pass on. I like when one person. I'm gonna say no. Then everyone's like, okay. Because everyone's too afraid to do it. Then no, it's because I am lukewarm on this, and I know we have too many songs on the list. And so, if someone's gonna say, "Let's get out of here," I'm not gonna fight them on that. All right. Another super cleverly titled song up next: "The Rain Song." The song stands on its own. But the Rain Song from Houses of the Holy, a, in my opinion, hauntingly beautiful kind of ballad from uh, Zeppelin. And I think it very much reflects, uh, I don't know, I guess the somber yet serene effect of rain. And for me, it basically sums up why I love Jimmy Page so much, because all the different guitar arrangements and parts, and they're all so beautiful, and the effects and sounds he creates in the atmosphere. And of course, he's using some totally fucked up tuning, something like DG, CG, DC. I respect that experimentation. I mean, I love Zeppelin. They're, they're basically my favorite band after the Beatles. Um, but I have a feeling this isn't going to make it. I'm almost disappointed when I hear this because I feel like it's going to build up to... It's got the sweet drums later. Yeah. The drums come in, but... But I'm... Maybe it takes I'm talking like long. a huge... <laughs> like over hills and far away. Like monster riff that yeah. comes in. That doesn't really happen. It just... The drums kind of come in at like five minute mark. I think it's about seven minute long song. It's pretty, but... It kind of feels like second tier Zeppelin to me. It's just how I feel. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. Second tier Zeppelin. Oh, so second tier. Like in through the outdoor or something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> what an insult. I suppose I understand that. They had another rain song later on with uh, Fool in the Rain. I think that was from the yeah, tier. Oh, yeah. That's, but that's, that, that's total second tier Zeppelin. Is that the one that's like dun 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 dun? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that song sucks. <laughs> I hate I that song. I don't know. It's so, so wimpy. Oh, my God. I guess they did get pretty into the synths. <laughs> but I think it's interesting because I don't feel like Zeppelin early on, were go- they didn't usually go that soft that often. Like, I don't know. Maybe they did. I suppose they did every now and then. Mm-hmm. I just I like seeing them approach ballads because they always find some interesting, unique way to approach it. But, uh, yeah, I mean... I don't sound. It doesn't sound like anyone's that impressed. So we can we can move ahead. I do appreciate though that feeling you're talking about with this song. Yeah, it's, I mean, this ring has a mood to it. I think, and they, I think they're trying to reflect that. Let's keep going with uh, "Walking in the Rain" by the Ronettes. You happy? Yeah, good job. Things stand out to me. Yeah. Great sound effect. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And Phil Spector. Yes, Phil Spector. I'm probably. I can imagine this. he was he was really fighting for more thunder 
<laughs> Needs more thunder. But someone just had to put their foot down. And but he was like, who do I got to kill to get some more thunder in here? He, like, literally, like, went out and was like... Always go for the easy joke, Sean. What do you say? Because who do I got to kill to get some more thunder in here? I knew this conversation would involve Phil Spector killing yeah, I knew it would be Sean, would too. Because... I knew, yeah, totally. It's definitely a Sean move. <laughs> I would put this up in uh, the upper echelon of Phil Spector's songs. It's probably one of my favorite of his. And I can't give any reason why it stands out. It's just the perfect blend of just this hopelessly romantic teenage love song lyric combined with, you know, just perfect pop songwriting. He's just, he had it down by this point. This was... A little bit later on. I think the Beatles had just like hit it big when this song came out. And Phil Spector's like, oh, you like the Beatles? Check this shit out. This is going <laughs> to blow them away. I don't think it did, but uh, it did pretty well, I think. It did all right. Your feelings? Yeah, I mean, Got my Phil Spector I, I, joke I, in. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> It's fine, but I, I don't. It's definitely not one of the more memorable, you know, kind of songs that he worked on. It just happens to be about rain. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I like it okay. Although it does have thunder sound. Nancy, yeah. <laughs> you're the other Phil Spector fan. Do you want this on the list? <laughs> what he's doing right now is thinking. Yes, he's thinking he's so thinking. hard. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, I'm afraid you get to the point where you're afraid to, like, fight too hard. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I really like the song. I really like the Ronettes. I'd like to keep it. It'd be a no for me, but... You know, Sean? Me as well. I feel like there's so few I fight for that... Bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> That's the tiebreaker. Well, we'll come back to this because we have way too many on the list anyway. Okay. Uh, so another Queen song. Who'll cool stop the rain? Being this late into the game, I don't know. I think you, we can just say there's going to be one Creedence song on this list. Does he want it to be this song, or have you ever seen the rain? I want them both, or a tie with both of them. I feel like for me, they've always gone hand in hand. I don't even know which one I like better. You, you should just put this on a spot and have it like, "Have you ever seen the rain?" Slash, who will stop the rain? I wouldn't mind I'd be that. Okay with that. Mm-hmm. Hey, if no one's gonna fight against it. <laughs> I, I like that idea. Because yeah. I, I, I don't like, they're, they're, just so, like they're similar. Yeah, in I do feel like they're like almost like a sequel. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they're even like from around the same time. They just happen to be on different albums. But yeah, this is a good one from John Fogerty. Also an anti-protest song. I assume for like Vietnam, you know, and all that stuff. Who stopped the rain, man? I assume rain means rain of blood. Wow. And addi- additionally, a little, little fun fact, the lyric, I went down Virginia, seek, seek, and shelter from the storm. 
uh, supposedly that was the inspiration for Bob Dylan to title his song Shelter from the Storm. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense because I've heard Dylan was a big Credence fan. So that's kind of neat. And I, I, yeah, I love Credence. I love for all the reasons I love Have You Ever Seen the Rain. <laughs> yeah, when I, when I was trying to explain them earlier to Nancy, I think. We realized, yeah, basically the same song. <laughs> so I'm pretty happy just combining these. That's uh, unprecedented for sure, but you know, it's not crazy or anything. It's okay. It's not There's nothing wrong with it. Let's just not get out of hand. Okay. So I think at this point, Africa's probably not on the list anymore. I think so John hates it quite a bit. I, I, I would go for Wisma. I didn't say. I guess I said it. I did, did say it sucked, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I believe that was. <laughs> I think that's pretty interchangeable. That's probably right. the nicest thing you said about it. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's just, yeah, take it off, please. So we got 13, it looks like. That's, that's not so bad. No. Um, I think Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain was one that wasn't that popular with our group. Yeah, I'm okay if that one gets taken off. If you want okay. Draw the Rain, also another one. Wasn't that popular, but I would really, really like to see yeah, that on the I list. So would I. Big fan of that song. Oh, no, that's the, the Sean Collin defense. Yeah. It's impenetrable. It's hey. impenetrable. <laughs> we use the same thing for uh, November Rain and Walking in the Rain for people that aren't Sean and Collin. <laughs> I never have a partner. Yeah, yeah. Fly it solo. <laughs> Because so. I know the next song is going to get cut will probably be Let It Rain. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I love that. Let's see. Mm. And I could do November Rain, but it's, it's the Nancy song. I don't want to get rid of it. Um, Does anyone have passionate feelings for raindrops falling on my head? I don't. I I do, but that doesn't matter. It's real pleasant. It is real pleasant. I feel like you guys will probably want to take one of my songs off. That's what I'm assuming. I feel like yeah, I'm just that. waiting for you to volunteer one of them. Okay, so I'm, I'm guessing it's between Louisiana... Uh, Purple Rain and uh, Walking in the Rain, right? Those are the ones that you guys I like. All those, songs. yeah. So do I. <laughs> we like all of these. I'd way rather. I know. I just really don't like that Dry the Rain song. But <laughs> oh man! All right, fine. I don't know. I just like it's just so generic to me. I don't know. Just, just me, just me. You've only heard it like I'll, once. I'll support you a little bit. <laughs> you gonna tear down the wall? I just, I just like, I just like, I like those three songs that you just listed a lot more than that one. Yeah, like, I don't want to get rid of that. You know? I'm supporting your other songs. <laughs> yeah, well, I gotta take what I can get. So, Sean just took it off. Taking off, it's gotta go. All right, I didn't so know I had that much influence. My personal list means nothing if my number two came That down. should always be the policy. All right. The precedent is set. I feel... 
pretty good about putting November Rain in the number 10 spot. Yeah, because it should Me too. Even be on the list. It should even be on the list. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know why you guys are so anti, anti, cheesy. Good <laughs> I don't know why you're anti good music. Whoa, whoa! That's, Sorry. that's Try the really ring. harsh. It's a deep cut. Um, I don't know. That's, that's, uh, you guys are pretty hard to read this week. I don't even know what to suggest yeah, next. This is, well, this is such a weird list. It's hard. <laughs> what about? Uh, Purple Rain, maybe, for the number nine spot? Maybe. I'd put... put, um, Or uh, Rain by the Beatles? I feel I'd want that higher than uh, Purple Rain. Purple Rain's on the the lower end of the spectrum for me, along with Walking in the Rain. Yeah. Walking in the Rain would be pretty low for me, too. I would have cut it. Okay. Fine. Okay, that's number nine. Number nine, I guess. Or and uh, if you want to put Purple Rain at eight, I'm okay with that. But again, no one's that (laughs) doesn't have that strong of opinion about raindrops keep falling on my head. Yeah, I'd actually put that way low, like (laughs) eleven. Seriously, what's wrong with nothing's wrong with it? That's like you you can't take that attitude. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't like it as much. I feel like there is a little bit in there. You know, you're thinking, I mean, he's eleven. Can can we make that eleven? I'm just wondering why you'd want it lower. That's all. Oh, you can just. I'm not mad. I'm just 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 get rid of November Rain. I don't give a shit. All right. I'm, you know, I just I'm just curious why people make oh. <laughs> <laughs> just ripped it out. I'll do it. You already did. It's already it says eleven. It's number eleven. Oh, what's that? Draw the rain coming. Number ten. Cool. Do it, Sean. Do it. Make it happen. Oops. Why did you let them do this? Because I don't like good music. <laughs> Well, that's man, your problem, I not you mine. Fight! I believed in you, man. <laughs> I was on funny. your side on that one. Yeah, but Sean just—it's like I don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> you should be like good. Uh, yeah, he needs me. I, I just want him to put it on there and just feel guilty about it. Never. <laughs> <laughs> but Sean doesn't have emotions. Well said. So here we are. Haven't made much progress. <laughs> Changing our number 10 doesn't do much. We're going backwards now. Yes. I like how November Rain's still 11 on the little yeah, sheet. It is. In your honor. Thank you. So number 8 could be, you know, a bunch of songs that I like. Take pick your pick. One. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I uh, put Raindrops. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Mm-hmm. I like how the, the conversation bit. started with, I don't think raindrops should be on the list, and then my song gets killed. <laughs> hey, you volunteered it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not, Sean, I, I like... No, but that can't... 
We, can, no, we no, changed the precedent. We changed the precedent. We can just get, have. Now it's going to get out of control. For those who can't see the computer, Sean uh, just combined <laughs> November Rain and Dry the Rain as a last ditch attempt to save our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that, Sean. I'd, yeah, rather, I'd rather have it off the list. Don't do that to I us, just, Sean. You're destroying our credibility. <laughs> Take which one off? It's up to you. This is the final decision. It's Dry the rain, you. November rain. It's up to you. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I feel like for you, Nancy, November, I don't think November rain is I, on your list, but it's not high on your list. I just think it's a lot better song than everyone's giving it credit. I think in terms of just songwriting, I think it's a much better song. I think the the composition and the melody and the production. The helicopter. I think, I think November Rain is better than Dry the Rain. The helicopters in the music video. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter with the music video. That's just like that's just icing on the cake. Can't just eat icing. I agree. How do you feel I about I completely it? disagree, but I don't care anymore. I love Dry the Rain, but I don't want to have this conversation okay. any longer. Well, see, there, that, there you go. Kick him when he's down. There's the problem, Colin, because in a two-on-two battle, the two people that care more win, and it sounds you, like they you, care more. Apparently. But it's not about having <laughs> November Rain on the list. It's about having Dry the Rain off the list. Negative caring. That's fine. Dry the rain is gone. This is the most heated battle for ten. Yeah, <laughs> number ten is locked at November rain. I'm glad we could have one of those though. <laughs> Half of us disagree with that, but that's fine. We're going to keep going. Number nine, we are keeping with "Walking in the Rain." Ron S. Sure. sure. Let's put "Purple Rain" at eight. Let's put "Purple Rain" at eight. I'm a huge fan of, but I, I I'd like to see it just get in there. Then uh, how about our raindrops at number seven? How's everybody feel about that? Sounds good to me. Great. I love it. All right. How about uh, Rain by the Beatles? Or, well, for me, it'd be Riders of the Storm. Because, not that big a Doors fan. But, uh... I actually I like Riders more than Rain. Okay. Me too. All right. Because you're like the other Rain fan, apart from me, so... Fine. How about Rain than Riders? How's Rain that? misses the top five Beatles. Uh, so probably then, Riders on the Storm. I suppose I like, I like Riders a, more than Louisiana. I mean, yeah. Louisiana, and I'm a Randy Newman fan. My favorite out of all these songs, but uh, I feel like you're just keeping it on there for that reason, and you don't have to do that. You can do whatever you guys want. I like it fine. Okay, I like it better than the Doors. But yeah, should yeah. I, I think it's better. I think the Riders at five. I think we need to Louisiana stay away four. from these declarative statements. Like it's better. Yeah. Because we can't actually prove that. Exactly. What I meant to say is I think it is better. That is my opinion. So, John, as a as a Randy Newman fan, could you somehow live with Riders being number five and Louisiana beating that and coming in at number four? I mean, I definitely disagree with it. I think Riders is a far more memorable song. Um Lots more people know it, and I think there's a reason for that. But I agree with you. I, I lots think more people know it's raining men too. But I, I like Riders on the Storm more. I, I but don't know. Riders on the Storm is kind of this long, 
Cloudy I'm Song just, yeah. and Louisiana is really straight is, to the point. They I feel like Louisiana barely made the list, though. I'm kind of surprised it's this yeah, high. Yeah, think about how much rain. <laughs> Riders on the Storm has rain effects. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> well, I feel like so did Walking in the Rain. That, that was our, what, number nine? Yeah. It just is one of their most iconic songs. Yeah, it is. It's a hell of a song. I just don't... Because Colin played his stupid... It's my number one card. I... Uh, <laughs> You could totally ignore that, Sean. You already stated that my list means nothing. So do what you want. All right. I feel like Louisiana, 1927, at number five, Rise on the Storm, number four. They're pretty close to each other. They're almost the same spot. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. I can live with that. So then at number three. I'd probably put the CCR double feature in the number three spot, but... I'd put it higher. I, put it, I, I know I have an unnatural liking for Shelter from the Storm, so is that our number three? I mean, I could live with that. I like it better than both those CCR songs, but, you know, I'm a pretty huge Dylan fan. You're Dylan with the sickness. Okay, so that's like dealing. That's what you're going to go, okay. Yeah, or down it. with the sickness. Yeah. Take your pick. <laughs> Dylan uh, doesn't really sound like down. It kind of does. <laughs> I don't know. You get imagination. I don't know anymore. Okay, so uh, I think Singing in the Rain is number wait, one. Wait, wait. Um, I feel like Singing in the Rain is three for me. But I don't know. It's tough. I really like I Shelter like in the Storm. Colin likes it so much. Like, I don't really like it that much. Okay. Singing in the Rain? Yeah. You don't like Singing in the Rain the song? It's not like I'm never going to uh, dial it up on my iPod and... Imagine if the movie never existed and only that song existed. Would you like it as much? I mean, probably still like it, but... It's impossible to say because I probably have never heard it if it wasn't for that movie. Probably. Yeah, I just feel so... like, like I'm not a huge fan of the movie, so it's not... So the song itself, like I just look at it, the song itself. Colin, I think, approaches it from like this, like his favorite movie, you know. Yeah, it certainly plays into it. I mean, this isn't my favorite song of all these. Yeah, it's not even that close up there. All right, then okay, let's then put I, it at number three. I, I don't know what I'm arguing for then. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I we mean, all assume that I it was think, your number one. No, but I think it, it would. I would have been really content with it being number one, but. So then I think CCR wins it then. I guess with the, their double feature. That would make me okay. so very, so very happy. I'm okay with that. I like it. Especially Making. with, have you ever seen The Rain? That's one of my favorites. It's it's hard for one song to beat two songs, you know? <laughs> so maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, we got it. We're, so. we're too far into this to go back yeah, now. I guess that's it. So our favorite Rain songs, number 10, November Rain by GNR. Number 9, Walking in the Rain. By the Ronettes. Number eight, Purple Rain by Prince. Number seven, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head by B.J. Thomas. Number six, Rain by The Beatles. Number five, Louisiana 1927 by Randy Newman. Number four, Riders on the Storm by The Doors. Number three, Singing in the Rain by the movie Singing in the Rain. Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly, okay. He sung it. Uh, number two, Shelter from the Storm by Bob Dylan. And number one, A Tie, Have You Ever Seen the Rain and Who Will Stop the Rain by Creedence Clearwater Revival. 
Well, I'm going to get my umbrella and head out into the elements now, guys. But if you would like to put on your galoshes and head on over to mildlypleased.com and give us some feedback, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, until then, we'll see you next week. Only in the past is what they say, chocolate rain. With your neighborhood insurance rates, chocolate rain. Makes us happy living in a gay chocolate rain. Made me cross the street.